to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is live. Go look. Give it a sec. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube at Keys to the City. We got brand new hoodies, like I said. First order is out, and they should be getting in by sometimes this week for the people that order. So stay tuned. We will have those hoodies ASAP. If you want new ones, let us know. Message us. Text us. Get a hold of us. If whatever you can to get a brand new pair of Keys to the City merchandise. So let's bring in Joseph Aguirre. We're gonna talk. We're gonna we'll get into our baseball at the end of the show. Make a quick prediction: Is there gonna be a new World Series champ tonight, or are we having a Game Seven? Two of our favorite words as all sport fans. Waiting for Game Seven. I'm hoping for Game Seven just because it's Game Seven for a right to win a championship game. We saw Game Seven last year, and we'll get into it in a little while. Well, let's start off with the NFL. An interesting week. A um. A week that we got to see, we got to see the top teams really separate themselves from the middle of the pack. This year has shown that there's bad teams, there's good teams, and then there's teams that seem like they have a great record-wise, but they're in the middle of the pack, like a team like last night, the Bears. We all knew that was going to happen oh, because the Bears are an overrated team. And for anybody that thinks they were a good team, I'm sorry, your dreams came falsely crashing down real quick. And then Joe's team, um, oh, yeah. So, okay, what does that mean? Doesn't matter. Play them again, please. The Bears are a bad team, Jace. And if you, th- if you think the Bears are a good team, please, just go stick to watching the Giant football then because they're not a good team. Nick Foles sucks. He's been bad for years. He's a good backup. There's a reason why he's called a backup. That's why he's and then Joe's team, I got to give Joe some crap too because another team that he was very high on and a quarterback that he was very high on, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. I know they're five and two. I know they're the leaders of the AFC East right now. But when you play the team that hasn't scored 100 points in seven weeks, is the worst team in the NFL by far, and you only win by eight points and four total yards of offense by the New York Jets in the second half, you're on a three and you haven't looked good in the past three weeks. That's an overrated team. Don't care. They're going to get into the playoffs probably because that division, the Eastern Conference of the AFC East and the NFC East, are just they're just there. All eight of those teams are just there. There's not going to be no impact with those eight teams. Let's move on. We'll talk about one of those AFC teams in an interesting The biggest second. thing, that, and you mentioned the two teams, the Bills and the Bears, because those are two teams that I think a lot of people had high hopes and had good records. They I never have high hopes for those Yes, teams. the Bears beat the Tampa Bay, but that was on a short week, and Tampa Bay was also dealing with multiple injuries that week. The biggest thing I noticed with those two teams is they both can't run the football. They, don't, they both don't have any type of running game whatsoever. The Bears cannot run the football. The 31st in the league. We thought the kid Montgomery coming out of college was going to be a big step, step up for them, and they would be able to run the football. They can't run the football. No. And Nick Foles is not good enough to throw the football down the field. Because they have we no weapons. We I'm sorry, Jimmy Graham was good 10 years ago. Allen Robinson is a great number one receiver. He's a good piece. But they we don't have, have a number two. We have to wait for another team that's 5-2 yes. and two right now that's still up in the air. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Big win on Sunday night, by the way. Don't know what to well, make. Well, here's the thing. They could score, Trev. And what Joe's saying before the show, if you could score 30, 40 points, you know, your defense doesn't have to be great. Sorry, this is not early 2000s, 1990. You're not going to win football games 10-6 anymore. It doesn't matter. As good as the Steelers' defense is, 
they still, when they were up by three touchdowns, gave up 27 points to the Titans and should have had the game tied and went, or 24 and it should have went to overtime. If Kaskowski doesn't make that kick, the game goes to overtime. Joseph, Tennessee has all the momentum and probably wins that game. So you're not talking about the Steelers undefeated. You're not talking about their great defense. You're going to say Ben Roethlisberger threw three picks. They gave up 27 points. Even though they shut down Derrick Henry, they still gave up points. Okay, the game the game has evolved into scoring. The Chiefs last year, we realize this. You don't know how to have a great defense. You need to be good in the red zone. You need to be good on third down defensive efficiency, be able to stop teams, take them off the field, and you need to be able to score points. If you put up 25 to 30 points a game, you're going to put so much pressure on the other team to score. It makes your de defense that much better. And like the Chiefs did, trip, you got Clark on the outside. you got pass rushers. You can be able to put pressure because you know, hey, this is we're, they're going to throw the ball because they're down 10. You make them predictable. And I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch of this one in the AFC championship game. No, that, I, 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 I would definitely be up for that game. I mean, that was a great game. That was that was everything I expected to be. Two 5-0 teams, job well done. Give me another 60 minutes of that. I like that the Titans were able to fight to the end. Soon, give me another 60 minutes of that in the next couple months. And then how about this week? You got the Steelers-Ravens we'll this Sunday. That, That's going to be a huge game. That'll really, for me, I think – Trev's got the Steelers at number one, the best defense, the best team in football. I really want to see how they do against this Ravens team. I mean, we'll get into that because it's only Tuesday. We still got another no, I know. show I'm for all the people that watch us. We still have another show. So, Ted, don't, we're not doing two shows in one. Okay? I know, but I get a little excited because this it, this it, is it. always a classic game every year. Well, we're not going to talk about it right now. So, we got to wait. Joe, we got to put that away. That's, that's It is exciting, though. It I can't exciting. wait to talk about it. When you have Baltimore and Pittsburgh, it's, it's a bloodbath. Well, just like the Seattle 49ers game is this Sunday night at 4 o'clock. And that's another huge I wanted to game. get into the NFC East and the AFC East. So I wanted to talk yeah. about it. Well, I want to because there is something stirring more than just bad play on the field from the Dallas Cowboys. We know that the NFC East is god-awful. It's an atrocity. It's an embarrassment to be a part of this division right now just because there's not one team with three wins in this division, the first time in NFL history, a team that has not won three games in a division in the first seven weeks. Well, that's been done this year. Add on to the crazy year as it has been. So the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, they lose. They're, they're terrible. Their defense is god-awful. The thing that ticks me off is – the way everything went down on Sunday afternoon. Their quarterback at the time, Andy Dalton, took a vicious hop, vicious shot from your boy Jonathan Bostic right there, as you can see. My boy. Yeah, from Florida. It's not my boy. That's your boy. And Joe, boy? I want you to show the other pick, too, of the Washington Redskins and them all circling around Andy Dalton when he was on the ground. You could see that hit. The thing that ticks me off of, right here. Look at I'm a, yeah, look at Kendall Fuller. Right there. And then the Dallas Cowboys teammates – are hey, standing are you, out hey, are you like okay? is he all right? Here's the thing that ticks me off. They're bad. We know that the Dallas Cowboys, they always have issues because it's the Dallas Cowboys. My thing is, and I'm a football guy. This is not coming from just a football fan. This is a guy that played the game all his life. He knows what the game is about. Anytime you see a teammate, especially your quarterback, I don't give a I don't give a hoot who it is. I don't care. That's your teammate. You see him take a shot like that, a vicious shot in which a league that is trying to stop or slow down the NITs, my God. The thing that they're trying to slow this down, minimize all those vicious hits. Where are your teammates? Where's the offensive line? Where's somebody coming off the sidelines to go take them out? My thing is we just saw this a year ago in a big AFC showdown or AFC North showdown that turned out very ugly. 
And it was the Miles Garrett Mason Rudolph incident. And Marie Pouncey, he took he he got a suspension from him. But what he did was he backed his quarterback up. He saw his quarterback taking a shot from Miles Garrett. And what would he get? What was his comment after when he got that suspension? It was worth it. This is bigger well, than he just, kicked him this is bigger than just a him. bad defense. This is bigger than just the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones running his mouth as usual. There is an, a massive leadership issue going on in Dallas, and this is why, and I will say this, that they are the worst team in the NFC East because of this factor. They might have the most talent, but leadership always triumphs with the talent. I don't care. You need to have leadership to win championships in this league to be respected in this league the Dallas Cowboys are not respected in this league they're laughed at and it's because of situations like this and with the way their coaching staff is and how players are pointing the fingers it's a laughing stock I know the Giants stink I know the Washington football team stinks I know the Eagles stink but the Dallas Cowboys are an embarrassment because they don't even know how to pick their own team up when this guy's injured or help him up or go after him back your brotherhood up Instead, it's just pointing the finger. You guys want to chime in? Any one of you? Ted's looking down. Ted's lost in the world. What are you on, Ted? Like, what I'm, are you doing, Ted? I'm sharing, bro. Joe, come on. I'm sharing the yeah, look, you know, here, you know, here's – Dallas Cowboys would have reflected a little bit better after watching Dak Prescott go down no, two I'm weeks like, ago. No, Joe's got the shot. Not Joe's well, no. Him. You know what? I mean, look, here. here's here's my thing. I, I oh, thought oh, Andy Dalton oh. could step in there and uh, and and throw the football around. And it, the, the Dallas Cowboys have seemingly quit. It's hard to say that they're the worst team in the NFL because they they no, didn't beat the Giants. NFC. The NFC, you know what I mean. It doesn't matter. the The Giants still couldn't beat this team, no, even without Dak. I, I mean, they that's what I'm saying. So it, it it's it's hard to attack Dallas and say you know Dallas is awful when the the, the Giants are the Giants couldn't get past well, this team. Well, the Giants couldn't beat the Eagles. This Washington week, was embarrassing. The way you lose, I mean, what was it, 22 to 3, 25, 25 to 3? I mean, 25 3. Andy Dolan was getting killed in the game. If you watch some of the game, he was screaming at his offensive lineman for some type of help and protection, was not getting it whatsoever. You look at this team, there it's not like this is the New York Jets or the Oakland Raiders or teams where there's no talent. This team is loaded with talent. There is no leadership, and it starts from up in upper management, from Jerry Jones to his son Stephen Jones to Mike McCarthy. I watched Monday Night Football last night, and even Steve Young and a bunch of the guys said, the guys don't want to play for Mike McCarthy. And and you, you could be like, well, the guys should play anyways. No. Sometimes well, you, Mike McCarthy be fired. I've seen this before. By the end of this if, year. If you don't have a relative relationship with your head coach, you just lose focus. And when the biggest importance to you is the name on your check at the end of the week and not the name on the back of your jersey or the, or the helmet logo – that is the problem. These guys, if it's making $50 million a game or $600,000 a year, their thing is only worrying about themselves. You can see it. It's an individuality. There is no leadership. There's no team camaraderie. You would have thought after Dak saying, hey, listen, you know what? We got to come together, right? We got to save this season. And we got to work, work together. They have not played well the last couple of weeks. They've gotten worse. Not better. They've gotten worse. Okay? You would have thought – all right, Washington, they should win this game, right? Most teams, it was a pick-em. Most teams, guys would have said pick Dallas. 
Joe, it was an embarrassing loss all, all ways around. And then when you add this in, the Andy Dolan hit, and not one for one guy. I mean, even Booger said last night, Darren Orlowski called them losers, pathetic. Stephen A. Smith goes, they are know, losers. Stephen A. Smith goes, usually, losers. usually I like to make fun of them. He goes, I don't even want to make fun of them. It's actually pathetic. Like, I don't, I don't even have words to describe them, how bad they are. It's sad, and it's embarrassing. And Joe, it, it's funny for me as a Giant fan to see this because – you know, you hear every year, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. They have all the time. Yeah, you have a much better team than the Giants. But at least I know every week that my Giants team, even though when they lose, they go in and they play hard for Joe Judge. This team does not play hard for Mike McCarthy. They don't play hard on defense. The best effort I've seen all weekend was DK Metcalf chasing a guy. I haven't seen the Dallas Cowboy guys do that. And if you think about it, they were down, what, 30-some points to Atlanta. Should have not won that game. If the Giants don't make two big mistakes on the fake field goal for the touchdown and the other um, offensive pass interference where they call and the guy just runs his route, the Giants beat Dallas. The Dallas team should have no wins. That's realistically where they are at. They are a winless team right now. They have two fool's gold wins right now on their record. And I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care if it's Dak Prescott. I heard that Matt Ryan. I did hear the Matt no, Ryan. I don't care who the or Ann Fitzpatrick. I don't, care, I don't care who the quarterback is. If it's Dak Prescott or Andy Dolan, it's still your quarterback. He's still on your team. You go back him up. You go take care of that. Absolutely. You go take care of that. And for them to just stand around, not even go after the guy. I'm not saying literally beat the take his helmet off and beat his brains in, but literally to not even go after the guy. It just shows the signs of the Dallas Cowboy franchise right now. They don't like their coach. It's a big, big mistake from Jerry Jones and this team, and they got to live with it. I don't know if he's going to make it in the next couple of weeks. I wouldn't be surprised if he's fired before Adam Gates. How Adam Gates does a job is fascinating. How Adam Gates is. I mean, we post, <laughs> show me a poll. How about this? Ted, show me a poll last year. year ago, it's a memory joke. You can still post polls on Facebook. Which coach would be gone first, Shermer or Gase? Gase was the winner. <coughs> Adam Gase is still the head coach of the New York Jets. That's insane. So, I mean, just looking at right now with Mike McCarthy and this team and the direction they're going for, they got to figure something out because this defense, I mean, the way this team is playing, this division is still up for grabs, which is. Now, Dallas, remember how now bad Dallas plays Philly this remember? week. Dallas, it's a big Sunday night game. You know what? I put all my money on the Eagles. There's no way down. I'm sorry. Because no if that way. was Carson Wentz or the backup or any of the it other – It doesn't guys, matter who it is. You, anytime you see one of your teammates go down like that, a dirty type of hit, and especially a game that's trying to stop that, stop from doing that, and you don't do anything – That's a great take. As a football player, and what happens to a franchise, yes, all you care about is money, Jared. All you care about is that money, and that's it. And as you can see with all the big contracts they've given to, all the selfish players that are on the team, and that's it. They got their money, and they ran home with it. And you're seeing it right now, right in front of your face. It's just they have bigger issues. Mike McCarthy, they got to figure his situation out because right now, whoa, the Dallas Cowboys are in a heap of trouble. Now, Joe, uh, before we move on to the next subject, I will tell you this, and I don't know if people have heard. Jerry Jones, every Monday or Tuesday, goes on the 105.3 Dallas radio. He does uh, like a weekly interview with the Dallas radio. You get him on so the they asked him. Um, when you walk in the locker room, do you see a lack of leadership? And he's, and the guy started talking, The guy, and then he interrupted. And Jerry goes, why don't you shut up and let me answer? And he goes, and I was like, all right. And he goes, when I walk in that uh, locker room, I don't see a lack of leadership whatsoever that team. And I'm thinking, he's a naive delusion on that. What did you say? I forgot. Uh, who's the singer? Oh, he goes, even, oh, even, uh, even Stevie Wonder could see. 
that there's a massive issue in this locker room. No, I, that's, that's just I love of, when I love when amazing. owners I love when owners and GMs do this. When like the obvious thing is right there, and they're like, "Everything's fine. We're we're gonna go yeah. back. We're gonna look at chip tape. We're a couple plays away." And you're like, "You're insane. A couple plays of, like you guys are awful." Uh, here's the here's the other thing about Dallas, and I, and I don't want to defend him at all, but I feel like I need to a tiny bit. I think there's got to be a lot of resentment amongst these players at the fact that Dak didn't get paid and that there's a possibility that Dak may never get paid. And I was like, think oh, pay him now. How do you know he's going to be fine when he comes back? Do you think they're sticking we don't to know that. You think they're we don't know that. Is that what you're suggesting, that they could be like, you know what, you don't want to sign Dak and what he's meant to the franchise? You know what? Yeah, but how does that do for that? How, what is that even do? more selfish? What, that's a, that's even more if you think about Look, it. Because you, hold on, you you, you lost. You scored you three points against job. Washington, and 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 literally, as you're pointing out, there was no dog in the fight for those guys last Zero. night. They not last night on Sunday. You they 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 didn't care. They no. don't care. They're going through the motions. If you look at their schedule, they've got two winnable games: the Giants and they're they're. They're rematches with both the Giants and the Washington football team. Otherwise, they're probably losing the other seven games. It's so it's bad news in it's Dallas. Again. So four and twelve. But look, Jerry Jones just hands out contracts to everybody over there. But the one guy, the one guy all of his teammates believed in, they were like, ah, let's wait and see. The guy goes out there, puts up historic numbers. With a garbage defense, then gets hurt. I don't know, man. I, I think this might be kind of the opposite of what everyone else is seeing. I'm seeing a Dallas team that's basically like, hey, Jerry, all Hold set, on. bud. Yeah, that's what I see here. Looks, I see something different. You might be right, Joe, but that looks just so much worse. Just listen to them. Just listening to that. Like you think about that. They're gonna stick it to the owner. Because of not giving a contract, and you have another nine weeks left, and Sorry. you're still in the running for a division title, and you're just gonna skip up. What does that say as a per? What kind of player are you? Like everyone, that goes from Zeke all the way down to your worst player. To would your would you player. agree? Would you agree that the most dysfunctional franchise in sports, even when they're doing well, is the Dallas Cowboys? New York Knicks. Next. Next, even when they're doing well, Jets. <laughs> that's why I said even when the Knicks. The Knicks haven't been well in a while. I was also going to say the there you go. That's the caveat I throw in to protect myself on that. <laughs> even when the Cowboys are doing well, it's like <laughs> it's still it's still a disaster. Yeah, it's a and you're never really sure who's in charge. I would never. I tell you what, honestly, if there's one job I would never want. It would be coach of the Dallas Cowboys because I think I think no matter what they tell you, your power is yeah. what what you're able to do, where you stand, and who your boss is. I think that changes on a whim. There. Well, let's see what happened when they and had that's a problem that, when they gave coaches that were different. Well, here's instead, the instead of the yes man. Well, here's Marcells, the, hold on, yeah. Jimmy, and then even Landry. 
And all those guys yep. got fired yep. because they were the ones that had the power. They wanted full control, and we know how Jerry is. It's kind of – we can relate this to the New York Yankees. The Yankees don't like that hard ass. They don't like the Billy No, Martin. no, no. You no. can't relate. It's not even close to the same. It's how, a different thing. How, how, how is it not even it's close? All, because it's all of a sudden. You're going to make Joe Girardi was no. running the show. Okay, okay. Joe Girardi was running the show. And that's why he got fired. No, that's not the reason why he got fired. Okay, you got it. You got go on, Ted. Keep Continue the, your no, point. They cited over. Wait, they cited players over over the go ahead. coaching. That's why they have a yes man right now. That's why he's not going to lose his job. I don't I think know he's a yes man. I just think he's putting a tough predicament, Aaron Boone, and I'm talking about okay. between. He be, says one thing and then goes back on what he says. No, I don't. He th- you got to hear him out of the show. Here's the thing. Dallas only interviewed. I'm calling two, him out right Dallas now. Only, Dallas only interviewed two coaches. They hired Mark. They uh, interviewed Marvin Lewis and. And McCarthy, and they only did Marvin Lewis because the Rooney Rule because the Rooney Rule because they needed to do you have to somebody who's not white. You have to, all right. It's part of the rule. They didn't really do their due diligence. No. They just did. Mar- hey, Marvin Lewis, come in for yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, see you later. Oh, we Mike were, McCarthy, let's get him. You you need someone new and innovative, someone who's strong minded. They didn't interview Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. They didn't interview Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. They didn't interview any of these other guys that were much more talented, much more because you saw what Mike McCarthy was at the end of his career in Green Bay, and that's not the Dallas Cowboys. Joe, that's a ownership run by the fans and an Aaron Rodgers organization, and usually they are a a smooth sailing organization with no circus act. Am, in I, the am I crazy to say what I said about the whole Yankees thing too? Like the Yankees, like a fr- like a manager that. That's recently that, though. It never yeah. was that way. Never in the Yankee okay, history. Well, ever all, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me let me let's break this down. Let's talk this out for a minute. Joe Joe hold on. Joe Torre gets hired yeah. in '96. Yeah. And and slowly from '96 till about 2002, he he does. He sort of wrestles away the Yankees from the Steinbrenners. Joe Torre's the face of the Yankees. Was and they hated it. They hated every minute of it. But they were the winning. They were accepted it. They won and they accepted it. Bamo, you get to two thousand two until you get to Girardi. They weren't winning World Series anymore. Yeah, they went to one other World Series with Joe Torre. Lost to the Marlins. So there you go. Bye. That was performance related. They let him be the face of the team, and he blew it. Thank you, Joe bro. Girardi's problem no, was. My point up. No, yes, he is. Jo- I am. I'm backing yeah. both of you up. Pay attention and see where this benefits both of you. Joe Girardi got fired from the Marlins for the same reason he got fired from the Yankees and for the same reason he'll eventually get b- fired by the Phillies. He's a douchebag. They don't like him. People don't like being around Joe Girardi. There's, it's, he's a, you either love Joe Girardi until you stop liking him. And then you want to move on. I don't think Aaron Boone is necessarily a yes man, but Aaron Boone's vision for what the Yankees are, what the organ, it, it just happened to align with what they were looking for. Did you say the same thing about Dallas with Jerry Jones and McCarthy? Because he saw no. he had the Super Bowl. I mean, he started struggling at the end of his tenure with Green Bay. And then is it just because of the name? Ooh, Mike I just McCarthy said it, yes, it, it was the name. Yes. It was just a pure, it was just a pure it was name. exactly the name. That's that's the only thing it was. Mike well, McCarthy, that that's a sexy hire. That's a big name coach right there. That's a name that, that should get instant respect in my locker room. Instead, maybe look around at your at your offense. 
which is all young African-Americans. You don't think they would love Eric Bieniemy to have been their head coach, an innovative <laughs> offensive <laughs> mind who really idea. could have with tapped into Dak and really didn't with did some weapons? things with Dak? So my point here is, listen, here's my point about the Dallas Cowboys. You, you're in a position where, like I said, your, your star quarterback seem to basically have to go into COVID 2019, right, and prove it to Jerry Jones. Yeah. You didn't you didn't do anything about your crappy defense, but you just thought Dak was going to go run the show in, 20, in, in, in 2020. That's what you thought was going to happen. He gets hurt after a historic run of games to open up the season. Mm-hmm. Tell me there's not resentment from the guys on this football team. I said, I said it's an interesting point. It just they, looks like they, this sounds they so really bad. Look, these guys take this stuff really personal. Uh, you know, look at oh, Dellen. Yeah. Everybody knew Dellen Patances was leaving the Yankees because uh, what happened like three years so you, ago yeah, in yeah, arbitration, yeah, whole, yeah, arbitration when they – in an arbitration hearing, they were like, well, he's not that good, and he could never let it go. <laughs> he could never get over the fact that they would argue that in a hearing uh, for public consumption. That, mm-hmm. that broke the guy's heart. These are human beings. You you see all these contracts Jones is just throwing out for what to who? You did he have did, a leader on this. He football did everyone team. else but the quarterback, the and in a league where you pay no one and you pay the quarterback first, like I you know we watch all the shows, Joe. You know we're like all we do is watch sports in the Food Network. Everybody said in about a year or two, the Chargers, you go sign Justin Herbert now. That's what you do. You sign these guys when you know you got them and you're the young guy. You go sign Kyler Murray in about a year. You don't wait for his fifth year. You sign him now while you still got him. You just – I mean, that's, that's what the Rams did. That's what the Eagles thought they, they, they did when they signed Carson Wentz. They, they're like, that is my guy. That's the MVP. That guy is for the real deal. For Dallas to – For him not – he pays the linemen, the running back, the linebackers. I mean, think about that. And you don't sign the most important position in all sports. The quarterback on a football team is the most important position in ever, in any sport. Name any sport. That's the most important position, and you decided not to pay him. Now, it wasn't like they didn't offer him good money. It just wasn't good enough for Dak. Now, maybe that's a little bit on Dak for not taking it. Hey, whatever it is, he's hurt, and, he, and that's it, and he doesn't have a contract after the season. There's a bigger – the first thing about Dallas, and then before I get into my next point, is – it's not just the defense. This is bigger than the defense. This I like is, that. Comment. This is bigger than. See Jared's new comment. No, what was it? Joe, you see that new comment? It's like the owner of the restaurant getting the ingredients from the co- consumer and asking the chef to create the dish they ordered. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. You're on fire today, bro. Yeah, J- J- JJ's on fire right now. My thing is, is what I was gonna say is, that's bigger than the defense. Everybody needs an identity. There's no identity with this. this da- there's no Dallas Cowboys. There's no leadership. And for the Dallas Cowboys, if they ever want to get back to having some sort of respect around the league, they better find some freaking leadership sooner or later. Because if not, it's going to be a long eight season, uh, a long eight games. And Mike Mah- Mike McCarthy's error, and I love what Doug Gottlieb said, error. He didn't say E-R-A. He said E-R-R-O-R because it was an error on Jerry Jones. They better get their, you know, get their stuff together. Because if not, it's going to be another long season for Dallas fans, and they're going to be having to go to the drawing boards. All starts with an identity. All starts with leadership and the Dallas Cowboys. 
couldn't be farthest from the truth or far from that. The teams that are bad don't have an identity. Just go look around the league. Jets don't have an identity. The Giants don't have an identity yet. Speaking of identity, let's get into another team that's shockingly has been has been in some rare waters right now, dealing with a situation that they haven't been in the past 20 years, and that's the New England Patriots. Remember when they were two and one, and everybody was like, "Oh, Cam Newton! He look could look like he could be the MVP." I think Joe said that as well, maybe. No, that was just a bold prediction. Joe, that yeah, that's why Joe's laughing because he's like, yeah, yeah, that was a bold prediction that, that I made. That's... Calm down. No, Stop trying to pin this on because, me. No, no, I'm going to. I'm going to make you look like a bad guy right now. Because Ben made a good bold prediction, and you couldn't be farthest from the truth on your bold prediction. Well, I looked good week one, though, didn't I? Everybody was like, oh, Joe, you're on to something there. And I was like, well, and not for nothing. And I, this isn't an excuse. He did have COVID. No, we will get into. No, I wanted to talk about that because of the whole factor of uh, if that's still playing a part for him. Because I think because so. You saw the Jacksonville running back can't yeah. play for the entire oh, yeah. year because of COVID reasons. Uh, the kid Armstead can't play team. Jacksonville. I just said it. Can't play for the entire year because of COVID. Got COVID restrict. He just couldn't do it. Can't breathe. My thing is, is I wasn't aware of that. Sorry. No, it's fine. My thing is, is it just happened like yesterday? That this out. is uncharted territory for. The Patriots organization and even Pat fans, because for the past twenty years they've been at the top of the, the game. They've, they've been lost, they haven't lost three straight. They've been the alpha of alphas in the NFL. They've been the premier top dog. So for them to be two and four right now, there's a lot of issues going on. Now, what's their identity? We just talked about Dallas not having just an identity or no lead, lack of leadership. Well, what's the Patriots' identity? I know they got Billichek. I know they got Foxborough. They got the defense that's been playing. Up and down, but what is the identity on offense? You have Cam Newton, a whole different type of quarterback that we've never seen with the New England Patriots offense. With Josh McDaniels, looks like it could be a match made in heaven. Is it the lack of weapons? Is it just Cam being Cam and who we think Cam is as a quarterback, which is good at times, but still middle of the pack? Like that's the thing that I'm trying to figure out because the other night, I think it's very, I, expect, I think it's very I, simple. I expected them to be a more competitive game against the San Francisco 49ers team who hasn't said made me go like, whoa. Like, they won 33-6 to in Foxborough. I know there's no fans or anything, but still, took a bit there's a time. reason why Bill Belichick has never lost a game as that bad as the other night. That was the worst so loss in the Belichick era. So what era. is the reason? The, we- the lack of weapons, Cam struggling mightily. Is it COVID? No. The impact listen, on, is it the impact on Cam with COVID, not him being 100%? Listen, going into the season, this is what we expected the Patriots to be. I expected this we to be ex- a better no, team. No, we did not. I did. We expected this to be a bad team. This I expected like, them win the division. I did. Wait, time out. Hold up. Time out. Are you saying, Cam, uh, the, the Patriots, you, you expected the Patriots this year Maybe. when you knew Cam was the quarterback or before that? Because before that, before that, I don't think anybody thought they were either one of you can answer. No, I thought uh, Joe. I did not expect them to make the playoffs. I thought they would be eight and eight at best. I thought the with Bills Cam. Were, I thought yes. I thought the Bills were going to win the division with a nine and seven record, maybe ten and nine six. and seven. All right, and I and and my bold prediction was two after week six when the Dolphins would be three and three would maybe sneak them in as a wild card playoff team. Well, that's still to be determined. At the end of the day, Brady's laughing because he knew this was going to happen. We wonder why Brady would struggle the last two years. Just look at the picture 
They have no weapons. This is no different than the beers you watched last night. Julian Edelman's like a shell of himself. Julian Edelman is taking a beating the last 10 years. He's played his balls off, but he's not the same guy. And he's 5'9 and 185 pounds. He's the size of I am. All right? He's not your number one receiver. He's a slot guy. They have no time. This was a team that had tight ends. Remember, two, three tight ends, Ben Watson, Gronk, uh, Hernandez. I mean, every year they had tight ends they would come to. They have no tight end. Who's their tight end? No one knows. Who's their number one receiver? You don't know. Edelman's not a number one. You can say it because you know his name. That's not a. They drafted a receiver last year. He's not that good. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, back in the Belichick history. He has not drafted offensive players well. The only player he's drafted that's made a Pro Bowl was Gronk. That's it. That's the only person he's drafted in the era on offense that's made a Pro Bowl. Go look and, it up. Hernandez never made it. Aaron Hernandez never no. made one. Really? Yeah, it was something. It was weird because remember he was talking. He has not drafted well offensive talent wise. Joe, what do you think? Okay, this team was the way they were winning was run the ball with Cam Newton all the time. They have all these injuries. Yeah, I know. Their, offense, their defense is not as good. This remember Collins said there, and they had all the guys that were out for COVID. They're kind of tanking. They have so much draft capital next year. They'll probably hold on to Cam, if not let him go. They'll probably go get one of the big time quarterbacks that are coming out of the draft. They're gonna, they'll make moves. But Mr. Henderson, he, uh, Eddie Henderson, said on one of the comments, it just shows as great as you are as a coach, you still need players around you. You could be the greatest coach in the world. You need players. Yep. Sorry, but Phil Jackson was not going to win a championship without Michael Jordan. Or Kobe, okay, or Pat Riley Jackson. wasn't going to win it without Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You need talent. You need players. Players win you the games. Coaches keep everything and put it together. They put the puzzle together. You have all these pieces. Coaches put keep together. everything in place. Okay. Keep he had Brady, but look at Brady. You think Brady would be doing great if he was in New England? Absolutely not. But because he's in Tampa, look what Tampa's doing. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronk. They had uh, Cameron Bray, Ronald Jones. They go get. Um, Leonard Fournette. Do you're putting as many puzzle pieces together to create the puzzle? Well, just shows piece. the power that Tom Brady has, also too. But that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, Brady's Brady's a, Brady's the most powerful what I'm, man. What I'm more disappointed in the Patriots is the lackluster effort that I saw on Sunday night to watch San Francisco run up and down the field against them and dominate them on the defensive side of the ball was very impressive for San Francisco. Yeah. So, Trevor, to answer your question, yes to all of those things. I think there's so many factors against the Patriots right now that despite the the decent start where it raised expectations, I think you're right, Teddy. I think it's I think this team's going to be about where we thought they were going to be. And I think when you trade the greatest quarterback in NFL history, how could anybody e even with somebody like a Cam Newton coming in next, how could anybody even reasonably think there wouldn't be a humongous step back? And don't think that Bill Belichick didn't think that either. He it's seems that. pretty cool about things despite where we're at. He pulled Cam, and then I think it, before they even left the field, told Cam, don't sweat it, you're my quarterback next yeah. week too. And so, nine guys out for COVID. Yeah, nine COVID guys out. Are, their, their best linebacker, their safety, Patrick Chung. I mean, they have a, they have decimated with injuries. They have no talent on the defense. They have no weapons offensively. Who's their star running back? They have five guys that touch the ball three different times a game. They have no number one receiver. They don't have a tight end. And their well, offensive line is Cam. But again, I get the sense. Look, if if Belichick had a problem with that, he would have done something about it. Go ahead, go check. If you want to go check, I'll, I'll, I'll me and Joe will talk. Something happened. We just started a big boom, so I gotta I, we gotta see. Um, hopefully the house didn't something happened. House. Let me know, Ted. Anyways, my thing is is 
See, we got we get interruptions all the time. It's amazing because of the fact that you see last year, this offense was bad too, but Brady managed to make it an eleven. They were twelve win team last year with the same weapons. Is it just is that big of a despair from Brady to Cam? Is like Cam really that bad? Like Cam's also well, inaccurate. Watch his throws. He's inaccurate. Just, you just he couldn't make a five yard out throw. Like this team was a twelve and four team last year, and he's not a good. Gonna, he's not a good quarterback. He's a great athlete. It's just show. I mean. They're going to be in the running for a quarterback. You just look at all these teams right now. This team is add this team to the list: the Minnesota Vikings, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Atlanta, uh-huh. Atlanta, the Jets, Giants. the Giants are still too. But who knows about the Giants? Because it's the Giants, and you know how they think. They think differently than all of us. But there's a lot of questions going around these two teams: the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots, two of the most popular yet most hated teams in the NFL. You want to know how embarrassing the Dallas Cowboys are? Did you see their defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan, was having a press conference and he got hot sauce in his eye? He started rubbing it. Like, come on. Like, if you're talking about an embarrassment, a laughing stock right now, I know the Jets are, but the Dallas Cowboys, for other reasons, are the laughing stock. It's just shocking this, like, this NFL season. Brady's dominating. He looks amazing. That team looks yeah, well, it's very nice. That team looks very scary. It's nice That's when you have more weapons, just like LeBron James getting his second star on Anthony Davis. Look how much better I, LeBron I, looks. I'm sorry, but I just sure, it's realistic. I, just, I know. I just, Look at all the guys that have good offensive, talented teams. There's talent surrounded about all these guys. You got to put talent around these guys. If not, you're going to falter. I'm sorry, but Mahomes is great because of all the talent around him. I'm not saying Mahomes wouldn't be great if he was in New England, but having Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Hoyer and, oh, they added Le'Veon Bell and McCurl Hardman, and then you have one of the best offensive minds in Andy Reid. Think about the talent he has. That's what makes him great. I was just going to say, just let me finish my point. But Cam, Newton, Cam, Cam Newton's not a good quarterback either. <laughs> I literally he's he's never been accurate. Say. I'm surprised you have any uh, – uh, crush camp because you've always talked about how he's not a good quarterback. I, I know that, but I you just, used to argue with Pat I just, all the time about that. Well, because I don't need to argue with him anymore because it's just showing how he's not a good quarterback. I just saw that with his type of dynamic skill set, with Josh McDaniels, a creative mind as he is, I thought it could have been something totally different. And you saw in the first game against the Dolphins, I know it's the Dolphins, but still. It looked like something different that we've never seen from the Patriots. And we thought, okay, this team's going to be tougher than we think. And then they go into that game week two against Seattle, that Sunday night classic, and they came down to the one-yard line. And you saw all signs point to, wow, this Patriots team is legit. Cam is legit. This is going to be Seattle's this is, this is going to be a fun Patriot team to watch because of the way that Cam's dynamic skill set is. And Josh McDaniels with Bilicek. And we couldn't be – I mean – more wrong. More wrong on it because of the fact that their offense stinks. They are struggling. And they're in – I would consider them at the bottom of the league right now, one of those teams. I feel like there is like that this year where you got a top heavy and then you got a bottom heavy. There's bad and then there's good. Like there's middle teams, but who really cares about the middle teams? All you want to know is who sucks and who's bad or who's good. And you're seeing like about six or seven really good teams and then – there's really about six or seven really bad teams right now. See that middle, the middle of the pack. You just don't care about. Well, see here, you don't the, take them serious. Well, enough. here's the middle. Yeah, of the but pack. you know what? I think there's teams in the middle of the pack that could end up winning playoff games. But you take them serious see, as a Super Bowl so, contender. See, here's the thing: like the, the Browns are a perfect example. Five and two record. Their two losses were against the Steelers and Ravens, and got crushed. 
Their five wins have looked great, but they really haven't beaten anyone. So the two biggest nemesis on their schedule were the Ravens, Steelers, and they got crushed. But they they got that's five my, and two. That's my point. Is a team like the Bills, a team like the Bears. Yes, Browns. those three to, and the Browns. Yes, those. Th- I know, but I'm Keep just saying. Keep it with the bees. I'm just saying those three teams are five and two. But yet we still are like questioning. We're not very high on them. We're not. We're not all in on them. But who's their whereas, quarterbacks? Whereas you look at you look at the. Um, the Ravens, you, I know the quarterbacks. I get it. I understand it. But still, there's a reason why these teams are 5-2. and two. I don't care what their schedule is. They're 5-2 and two for a reason. But they're not convincing 5-2. and two. Whereas you see, like, the bad teams, they're bad. There's bad teams in this league. Then there's good teams. The middle of the pack, you're just, yeah, they're good, but they're not convincing. And that's how this NFL season has been. And we'll get to see one of those massive matchups this Sunday. I can't wait. Pittsburgh Steelers against those Baltimore Ravens, one of the last two. Trevor, lonely. let me ask you a question. Please. who Who's better, the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Bears, or the Arizona Cardinals? That's what I was just going to ask them, the all five and two teams. Um, Honestly, I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. You know, and it's funny. Teddy like obviously picked right up on that. You know why? You're exactly right. Look. What I mean to say is, yes, look, there's five and two teams where you're like, yeah, them for sure. And there's five and two teams where you're like, how the hell are they there? That yep. doesn't make sense. And and so look, you're 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 halfway, you're about you're about the halfway mark of the season this week. And it's hard to tell what's going on right now. Well, I, no, I think like, that's the thing. Like, I think until you get that. to like week 12, it's gonna be hard to tell. Which of these five and two teams will be will be eight and four, and which of them will be six and six? You well, know what I mean? Make, let me answer your Hard question. To say. I'll make it easily for you. I mean, but we already know that there's bad teams. Those teams, they'll make the play. I don't know, maybe two or three of those teams will make the playoffs because of the new playoff format as well. Don't forget, seven teams now. I don't take them considerably seriously to get into get any make a deep run. If to answer the question, make it easier. If I had to trust any of them, I would take the Cardinals because I love Kyler Murray's game and I just love the way he's 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 made it into a whole nother level. He's going into a whole nother level and he's playing at a top level in this game. In this game, the other teams, Bills and Browns and the Bears, yeah, they'll all probably make the playoffs, maybe. But I'm not taking them serious to answer your question. Where I already know, if I had to be honest, the top two teams in the NFL for me would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best, might probably the most complete team in the NFL. I just, I don't see a lot of teams stopping them, and they're starting to click. The only way that it happens is if they keep Antonio Brown longer than a week, and he causes issues. But Air Bruce Aarons has already stated he better get on board because if not, so yeah. Give me one more. The 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 Browns and the Bucks have the same record, five and two. The Browns have a minus 21 point differential. The Bucks are a plus 80. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's a hundred well, point well, differential well, in five and two, two teams. It's crazy. Two games, the two big games are against the Steelers and um Ravens. They and they was like 38 to set one was 38 to seven, and the other one was 38 to three. So there you go. I mean, there's your point differential right there. But the Bucs, good luck in the NFC. Uh, the Packers still have question marks. I know they got Rodgers, 
And then the Seattle Seahawks, their defense is just – I can't take it serious enough to, to be to rely on Russell Wilson to do what he's been doing. And he might have games like he did Sunday night. But he can't – they can't rely on him to do everything. Whereas Tampa, they have it all. That defense is nasty. They got a great pass rush secondary. And Brady doesn't have to be great all the time. Even though – even though he's climbing up the boards, touchdowns, yards, he's looking real good. And he could be making a case for – Hey, say what, it, an MVP. What, what, I, I'm, I'm not trying to extend this any longer, but what's our f- overall feeling of the Saints right now? Because we haven't brought up the Saints at all. We you, we, we talk about all these good teams. There's a reason. Why, there's a reason why we haven't talked about this. And the reason why I say that. reason why I say that is because both you and me had the Saints in the Super Bowl. Okay? Ted, there's a reason why we haven't talked about the Saints because I do not take them seriously either. They have a. You, head, and, and they and have. You, a, I know. Did you see rumors? They have a head case at a receiver. Uh, my so Ohio. See that? Remember, Can they believe that? My Ohio State guy. Michael Thomas, even that though he's an Ohio State, crazy even though he's an Ohio State guy, he is he's becoming a head case. They he's would become they would get a ton for him. He's becoming a, a locker room cancer right now. And I can't trust Drew Brees to lead them because Who I haven't go seen, after him. I haven't seen it the Patriots. I haven't seen enough. Never know. No. I haven't seen enough to say that team is going. Who, that team shh, hold on. That team is going. To take that next step and finally get to a Super Bowl. I, I just haven't seen it. Alvin Kamara has been lights out, has been amazing this year, but nope. There's a reason why I haven't talked about the Saints. I know where I he would go. It. Green Bay. They need another weapon. You team him up with Aaron Rodgers. Hey, listen. How about we, Devontae Adams? Him and Devontae Adams? My God. But that's what I'm saying. You team him with up with Aaron Jones? Jones? Absolutely. Because I'll we, still take the bucket. Because here. listen, we 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 criticize Green Bay after the draft of how do you not go get a weapon for your quarterback? I know they're playing well, but if that was even a possibility that the Saints would even trade him, which I don't know why they would, unless he's that. Dude, monster. he's playing teammates. For what reason? Like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You just got you paid. You're one of the best play- offensive players in the game. What the hell are you doing? Well, you're on hurt. a Super Bowl caliber team, and you're trying to fight your teammates. Well, you ain't playing, like, you're it? an idiot. You really are an idiot. Are you going to be this this decade's version of Antonio Brown? Really? So talented, but yet such an idiot? I, I don't get these players, man. I don't get it. I just don't get it. My God, this guy's got everything, and they just want to just, my God. Joe, come on, give us a chance. Let us play. Tyler Murray's giving us hope because uh, he's 5'8", and he's – All right, move on. Let's go. What's the matter, Ted? Why don't we talk about the Chiefs as a top? They are. They're the champs. What is there to talk about? Their defense is playing all better than last year. They have Patrick Mahomes. They're one of the top three teams. What do you want me else to say about them? You want me to just keep just – bragging like every other sports station does about Patrick Mahomes? Like, what do you want me to say? The Chiefs are dominant. They're nasty. They're going to be in the top of the AFC race all season. They're going to be probably in the AFC Quick championship question. How much game. do the Chiefs beat the Jets by this week? Did you see the spreads? Yeah, it's 19 and a half One team is covered. One team is covered. It's, no, it's 21 now. I actually sent you the link. I, have the, one, I, have I the sent thing. you it just this morning. It got updated. It's 21. The other five or six teams – one of them has covered it. The other have not. I would not cut. Co- I would. I, I don't know. That's a game. You stupid. know, can't take that. It's, it's, it's funny. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about the game, and my thought was, right? You know, you're like, oh, you Pat Mahomes is my fantasy quarterback. Like I'm thinking, oh yeah, but who's to say he's going to still be in the game at halftime? <laughs> right. 
What are you thinking? We're thinking over under uh, 15, 20? I said 35, 10. So they cover. Can we just give a quick score to this game? I guess I'll go. Um, I'll go thirty-eight. I'll go thirty-eight-seven. I'm gonna Stop say thirty-seven. Thirty-seven to six. Joe, okay. were you upset that Odell Beckham tore his ACL? Yes, I never want to see a player get hurt like that. It's very did. shameful that that guy, as good as he is, cannot stay healthy. He up. He'll miss eight games this year. So after this season, he'll have have twenty-five missed games since. Hey, good news. The. Uh, Chris Godwin's not going to be playing against the Giants, so hooray. 77 that to good zero. News. Every record. Finger. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. This, you want to know what Jason so, protection? Well, 77 that? to nothing. Every record is broken by the Chiefs. <laughs> now I just think he's being a goofball right now. So let's close out with this. We could have a new champion tonight, or we could have the two most famous words in all sports, a game seven. That's what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. Blake Snell. Played well, actually, and played well. Okay. Pitched well. He pitched. He played well. He played well. He did his part. He played well while pitching. Yes, mm. they should. Yeah, but anyways, the Dodgers after that miraculous game four, which was one of the craziest. Yeah, game four. You don't remember? Do you not remember, Ted? It was Saturday night, and we were watching it. Ted doesn't remember a lot. Do. He's losing his mind. Don't touch me. I have to help him sometimes. Stop. But what like an unbelievable ending to that game. You're thinking <laughs> the, the, the Rays the Rays are got all the momentum, and instead the Dodgers come back and do what the Dodgers have played. I mean, Clayton Kershaw, job well done in this postseason. He's done great. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's pitching what we expected him to the past, like, 10 years. And the offense has come up clutch when needed. Justin Turner's a star. I mean, are we going to have the coronation of – Finally, no. The LA Dodgers come back on top, their first since 1988. Or do the Rays survive another day and go to a game seven? See you tomorrow because I had the Rays in seven anyway, so I ain't going to change my prediction. I now. had the Rays and in six. And here's the thing Goslin has not pitched well in the postseason. His ERA is over five every time he pitches. This is going to be a bullpen game. He's going to try to give him two or three innings. They'll use May for two or three innings. They'll bring in Urias for another two or three. They don't like Kelly Jansen, Joe. I'm shocked how the lack of Kelly Jansen usage in this playoffs, especially he in the World Series. good, man. I know. He gives up a lot of home runs, though. It's amazing because we were talking about him maybe as the best closer in the game like a year or two ago. We weren't, but everyone else was. Along with, like, Chapman, he was up there as one of the best, and now all of a sudden you're seeing him, and he's been struggling. So I don't know what the hell happened to Kenley Jansen, but he was up there as one of the best. Rays win tonight 6-3. All right, I've been saying all week Dodgers in six or Dodgers in seven, and so I'm going to – You can't be changing your mind again. Yeah, I'm going to say Dodgers win it tonight in six, like I originally said. Well, he did say that. Did you pick the Rays that your Rays were going to win another game? Did you say Are you always Dodgers? No. Well, how about this? Funny thing, nine years ago today, nine years ago today, it was quite possibly the greatest baseball game in the history of Uh, all – in the World Series was that game six – David Freeze game. I don't know what the way this po- with the way this postseason's been, with the way this World Series has gone, it's been a great World Rays Series. Rays are winning tonight. I hope this game goes to Game Seven because I just want to see a Game Seven. That there's nothing better than a Game Seven. So, um, can I just? Uh, I gotta throw out a real quick thought here because uh, I'm old. I remember when you would win your division, you would play the other division winner in the championship series, and then you'd be in the World Series. That was it. Yeah. You could you could literally the season would be over, and within four days, you could be in the World Series. That was a thing like 25 years ago. 
Now there's like 20 rounds of the playoffs. And I appreciate with Randy. Arosaroni. Arosaroni has done. I do. It's a routine. It's not macaroni. It's macaroni, bro. I just want to point this out that a postseason record nine home runs is impressive. But this is like their 18th game or some nonsense. Like, well, he has the total hits. He beat Jeter as a rookie, and I'm like, yeah, but he's played in like four more games than Jeter. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's guys who can't be jealous Yankee fans right no, now. No, I'm not being slow down. Slow down. No, 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 no. Let's just clear this up for a minute. Because I was mad in the '90s when when. I remember when Bernie Williams, they were like, Bernie Williams now has more postseason home runs than Babe Ruth. And I was like, I love Bernie, <laughs> but they have the wild card. Right, right. Because Bernie's played like 35 more postseason games. So, That's no, why it happened. I get it. But I'm just saying, look, if you're going to just keep expanding the postseason and you're going to add more teams and more games, that's fine. But can we cut the crap with the with the records? We got to stop with the records. This is so ridiculous that, that you could conceivably play as many games this postseason as, like, Ernie Banks played in his career. Like, come on. What? What? No way. Stop with the postseason records. Postseason records are not records. If it's not a single game or a single series, it's a cumulative, like, overall. Get out of here with that garbage. I don't care. I really don't. I think that they should honestly. I think all of your statistics should just continue on yeah. into the postseason, and Bob it should be added. Played three rounds of playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would have had 130 yeah. strikeouts in the playoffs. Do you see what? Speaking of that, you see what Bo Jackson said the other day. I know we got into debate of football quick, but did you see what Bo Jackson said? If I was playing in today's league, it would average 300, 400 yards a game. <laughs> I actually believe that, too. No, <laughs> if you know, I don't think so because they wouldn't have run the ball. That all right, much. 200. When you have a back that good, trust me, when you have an athlete that good, especially today's offenses. Oh, man. But here's the, thing, you, oh here's the thing. Your offensive lines don't block as well, run, run block well, and it's not taught well in the college game like it was taught in the old days where that was run first. Now it's all about passing and pass block. How many good running – Joe, that's how it is, all these new records now. They're all getting broken, all the old records. Well, look, again, you know, you're, you're basically – You've revolutionized. You've revolutionized like football, and now you're going to give me all these passing statistics. And it's like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Teams are throwing like sixty times a game. Yeah, of course, guys are throwing for three, four hundred yards. Why wouldn't they? Just like in the NBA, I'm surprised that the way they're shooting threes in the NBA that you're not seeing more games where it's like one seventy five <laughs> to one sixty two. I on. mean, I seriously. I oh, remember a time. Hold up. Hold up. I remember a time where if a team took seven three pointers, it was like, oh, damn, seven threes. <laughs> That's what Steph Curry takes in the first 10 minutes of any game. So don't give me that. Oh, wow. This guy's the all time three point leader. Oh, really? Dude, they didn't used to do that. They didn't even have a line in the games like 30 years ago. What are you eating? That wasn't even a thing. So Randy Arosa. Yeah, how many threes would Jerry West have in his Arena career? Arena is if there was a three-point line. I just heard he's the greatest postseason hitter ever now after his greatest postseason. Yes, clearly, clearly. Make sure, listen, everybody, get your oh. Randy 
a Rosarena rookie card because I'll tell you what, if you want to send your kids to college, you're going to want that card. <laughs> well, that and you want Joe Biden to be your president. Anyway, <laughs> no, one, wait, one more thing. No, one more thing. Stop Just like Yandy Diaz, I bet you by next year, you forget Randy Arozarena was even a person. You want to make You'll forget about him. He will be make... out of your memory like Yandy Diaz and so many other ones. Just like, just like Gary Sanchez will be out of our memories too, right? <laughs> oh, my God. And Joseph, got... as always. Okay. <laughs> well, right. well soon, you know we're going to be doing a baseball offseason preview, so we're going to be talking about it very soon because Robbie Clark's trying no, to get but... his rookie card. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> trying to get his rookie card. <laughs> No matter what, we will have – the next time we do a show, we will have a new World Series champion. It's either going to be the Tampa Bay Rays or the L.A. Dodgers. Whether it happens tonight or tomorrow, we will be back Friday to – should we even start do, Should we start doing a preview show for an off-season preview oh, or absolutely. of baseball, Yankees, and maybe just in general we could start bringing it up? Okay. And then we'll talk about the big football games. Rivalry week, there's some big ones. Eagles-Dallas, I know it's crappy, but still – it's a big one. Steelers, Ravens. We'll talk all about that this week. And then my Buckeyes play against the Nittany Lions on Halloween. Can't wait. Joseph, as always. Guys, thanks for having me. I'm Start just looking on Google for my Arosa Ranger rookie card. <laughs> Sorry to uh, end them on a bad note with that Gary Sanchez comment, but I had to just throw get that in there. All right. Like I said, we got first audio hoodies coming in by this week. For people that purchased them, give us a call. We will let you know ASAP as well. If anybody wants a second order, please message us, call us, or let us know if you want them. So get on it. Here we go. Can't wait to see what happens tonight. We either will have a new champion, like I said, or we'll have a game seven. So we'll see. Time will tell. Ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City as well as YouTube. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.